Welcome to a healthy bite. You're one nibble closer to a more satisfying way of life, a healthier you, and bite-sized bits of healthy motivation. Now let's dig in on the dish with Rebecca Huff. Hey health seekers, Rebecca here. Today I want to talk to you about maintaining a positive attitude while uh, we are waiting in self-isolation. And I want to talk about this word waiting while we're waiting because there's so much uncertainty right now that I've talked to several friends and I talked to my therapist today, Dr. J, and she encouraged me to share this in a blog post. And I thought first it would be easier for me to articulate it um, by just speaking it out loud and then I will try to um, add a blog post to this later. So the analogy that I used today to explain what not to do during this time period is, and now this may not apply to the attitudes of some young women in this current generation because the world is actually changing and um, this isn't necessarily how my daughters have grown up, but this is something that I think women in generations past may have experienced. But you can, I think, um, get an idea of what I'm trying to express whenever I use this analogy. So when I was a young girl, say 14 through my early 20s, the thing that made life start was basically when you get married and start a family. So a lot of young women in their late teens and early 20s would basically be waiting for their life to start. They were waiting to meet Prince Charming, waiting to meet that special someone that they would spend the rest of their life with. Instead of spending that time enjoying life, enjoying uh, the single life, enjoying the freedom that comes. For example, I joined the Air Force and I was stationed in Germany. And during that time, I did a lot of sightseeing. I did a lot of traveling, but there was this undertone of waiting. Instead of fully embracing my life as it was and the things that I had the opportunity to experience, I spent a lot of my time waiting for my life to start. And in my mind, what would help my life to start, what would be the beginning of my real life was to get married, settle down and start a family. And I know this is old fashioned, so, you know, I'm sorry, but this is an analogy that I think really some people can relate to. And even if you can't relate to it, you can kind of understand where I'm going with this. So what I would like to say is instead of this time while we're waiting for this coronavirus pandemic to pass over and, um, come to a point where we can actually go back to our lives or the fact that we don't even really know what our lives will look like when this is over or even the grief of the fact that we're not even sure if our lives will ever return to what we considered normal before. So putting all of that aside, what I would encourage you to do is to live your life to the fullest right now. So whatever that looks like, I know that you can't live your life the way you did before. And 
especially for people who are essential, like healthcare workers, doctors, nurses, people who um, make sure that we get our groceries and the people who are delivering our mail and our packages. I know that this is a super busy time for you. And so you're probably not focused on waiting. You're more focused on survival and just getting through what you have to do every day. And I thank you so much for the sacrifice that you're making. We all do. So I'm not really talking to those people, those people who are essential, who are slammed busy with work right now. I'm talking to people who aren't able to go to work, people who suddenly find themselves at home every day wondering what to do. For example, I talked to several of my friends and even my therapist told me that there was this kind of common theme among her patients. We're all basically... Um, walking around in a twilight zone feeling. We're experiencing grief. We are experiencing kind of a lack of motivation, um, a lack of direction, a lot of uncertainty of not knowing what to do next, which way to turn. And now I know that that is on varying levels. If you have children at home, maybe you don't have a lot of time to be feeling sorry for yourself or wondering what to do because you're just trying to keep your kids entertained and keeping them busy, keeping them from being on their screens all the time. So I get that. But some of us, even those of us who have children, have experienced this where we are kind of in a holding pattern. And I want to encourage you to not let yourself get into a funk. I want to encourage you not to get into that holding pattern. What I want you to do is I want you to get out a piece of paper or get on your um, planner or some Google calendar, anything, whatever you use to plan routines and schedules. And I want you to come up with a new schedule, one that doesn't include all of your extracurricular activities of running to tumbling class or running to Taekwondo or running to tennis and baseball and soccer and all of these extracurricular activities, one that doesn't include all of those things. I want you to make a routine for what your life is now. And I want you to really embrace that. And I want you to think about some things that you could really implement while you are staying at home. For example, maybe you have a violin in your closet that you've never really learned to play. Or maybe you have knitting needles and yarn and you've been waiting for some downtime so that you could learn to knit. Or perhaps you've been wanting to write a book or share your life story. Maybe you've been wanting to organize pictures from all of your past trips that you've gone on. Or maybe you just want to take time to write letters to all of the people in your family. There's so many things that you could be using this time to do to be productive and to keep your mind focused on something more positive. Another thing I want to suggest is that during your um, planning, scheduling, routine time, that you would set aside a specific time every day. If you are able to, if you want to consume the news, pick a time of the day to consume the news. Choose where you will get your news and how much of it you will consume. So instead of scrolling through 
all of the different news feeds, all of the different articles and stories that are being shared on social media, choose 20 minutes or 30 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever you feel like you can handle without starting to feel depressed or anxiety or panicky and choose a time to look at the news and get yourself updated on what's going on and find a trusted source. And during that time of the day, look at it, see what you need to see, and then move on. Don't spend your whole day or even first thing in the morning or the last thing at night before you go to bed. Don't be reading and consuming all of this negative news. Now, I agree that we need to stay on top of what's going on. We need to know what's happening when things change in our community and what kind of restrictions are going on. But there's no need to be reading every single story that someone shares on Facebook or whatever different type of social media that you participate in. Doing that can really put a cloud over your mental health all day long. And so what I would like to recommend is that you focus on other things that are more productive, like reading that stack of books that you've had for a long time or downloading some new books on Audible or your library app. There's so much free information. You can use Skillshare. (laughs) You can use Teachable. There's so many free classes out there right now. And on the flip side, I would say that if you have a skill or you have a talent or some kind of area of expertise that you could share with the world, that now is a great time to share that information with others because there's so many people looking at the last podcast episode that I shared. It does talk a little bit more about journaling and writing and using that as a form of self-expression and a way to have good mental health. So if you want, you can go back and take a look at that. But basically, I just wanted to encourage each of you to remember to live your life and do not wait. We're not promised tomorrow. We don't know what happen even without this virus. We have no idea when our life will end, but we do know each and every single human being on this earth from the beginning of time until the end of time, there's only a certain number of days for us. So you don't want to look back at this time, uh, whether it's, you know, two months, three months or whatever, and think, Oh, I could have done so much with that time. Instead of moping and walking around my house like I am a zombie, I could have organized all of my closets. I could have organized all of my photographs. I could have, you know, decluttered all of my um, hobby material, craft materials or whatever. So I don't know what the things are necessarily that you could be doing with your time, but I do know that there is something that is a good use of your time as opposed to just waiting for this to end makes every day seem a lot longer. Now, another thing I want to mention is that even though it is tempting to stay up late watching TV or doing whatever, I want to encourage you to maintain a regular bedtime. I want you to 
maintain your exercise routine. That's something I'm struggling with. So feel free to comment here or reach out to me on social media and ask me if I'm exercising because that is one area where I really need to um, get going. As far as sleep goes, I just wanted to say that recently I purchased another chili pad. Now, you can look back through my old episodes of this podcast and see I've shared a couple of different episodes about my favorite sleep hack, and that is Chili Pad. Chili Pad is donating up to a million dollars in free products, and they're donating those um, to our first responders or healthcare professionals that are right now in need of a good night's sleep. Because we all know that quality sleep is critical to immune system health and overall recovery. And this is a chance for them to spread positivity and kindness and the benefits of deep sleep to those who need it most. And so right now what they're doing is that they are offering something really special for our heroes. From now through April 30th, if you buy any uh, dual zone chili pad or Uller sleep system, they will donate a single zone chili pad to nurses, doctors, and first responders as a thank you. And you can find more information about that through the link in the show notes of this podcast. So you can go there and find out more about that. But I just wanted to let you know that I recently did buy another chili pad and this is my third one. I bought one for my daughter, uh, one for myself. Actually, this is the fourth one for myself, one for my daughter and one for my mom. And now I've bought another one before long. Everyone in my family will have one. I believe in a chili pad. And if you want to know more about what a chili pad does, I do have two full podcasts about that, but I will just say briefly that it's a temperature controlled hydroponic mattress pad. It um, can go as low as 55 and as high as I think 110. So you can warm your bed before you go to bed. You can drop the temperature because sleeping cool helps you to get into a deeper state of sleep. But I don't want to get all into that because I want to keep this relatively short. So just make sure that you check out those links and support our first responders and our healthcare workers by purchasing a chili pad right now. And you will be helping yourself to get a better night's sleep. So let me know what you think about what we've been talking about in this episode. And if you have any strategies or tips to help other people to avoid getting in a holding pattern or a, a waiting, waiting this out. I know we are waiting, but I don't want it to feel like waiting. I want you to live your life while you're staying at home. And so if you have any tips or suggestions for people, please do leave those in the comments or even email me at Rebecca at that organic mom.com. And I will be happy to share those with everyone else. Or maybe you want to start a blog and share those tips and strategies with people. We need more people like you sharing great ideas so that we can all benefit. And that's it for today's Healthy Bite. Make sure you check the show notes. And while you're at it, please take a minute to go rate and review this podcast that helps other people to see this. And so we can reach more people with this message. Thank you so much for listening and stay safe. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review so other people can learn about this podcast. 
find out more about sleep, hygiene, eating healthy, tasty recipes, zero-waste lifestyle, and lots more on thatorganicmom.com. Help us spread the word. Be blessed and stay healthy.